0: Africa Agenda is a podcast that features conversations with people working at the intersection of open data, open government and sustainable development in Africa. Hello. second episode of uh, of uh, african agenda still out here in tbilisi georgia uh still in the funicular complex uh looking out on a fantastic fantastic view wow absolutely amazing you can check out the images on uh on, on, on our on our website uh, or follow us on instagram But in the meantime, uh, I'd like us to talk a little bit about Africa, our agenda, and this whole OGP thing. I'm joined by Eldred Yodan from GovChat. Hi, Eldred.
1: How are you doing again? (laughs) Excellent to see you. Uh, Good.
0: So I'd like you to tell me a little bit about uh, your experiences this week at at OGP. Uh, What have you heard? What struck you? Uh, You know, what what has this meant for you? Look, I think... Um,
1: OGP is a great initiative Uh, I think that it needs to continue doing what it's doing Um, but I think that there's a lot of lessons that we can learn I think that uh, the the few lessons that I've learned is that uh, when we build civic technology that we build it with government. you'll find many uh, uh, western companies coming into the African continent trying to persuade governments to take on technology uh, but unfortunately does not understand governments on the continent and so what works in Europe and what works in the US for governments there, I can tell you now 90% of the time won't work on the African continent and so what's important is that when you Want to enter the space, the OGP space? Ensure that you enter it, that you enter it with government, and that uh, that government assists you in developing that technology. Um, I th- one thing that I liked about this conference is that it's moving away from uh, from transparency to action. Uh, As a continent, we are tired of policies, we need implementation and so I'm really excited by the commitments that governments are giving to implement uh, these commitments that they are Are giving the OGP, and and, uh, if they can just continue that, I'm sure that in the next ten years the continent will be definitely be a different place.
0: Yeah, because I I think traditionally we've had this practice paper to practice gap, right? Yeah. Uh, Which sometimes we're unable to leap across. Uh, We have great thinkers on the continent, a lot of smart people. So we do develop a lot of great ideas. Uh, They make it out, but the paper to practice gap. You know, it becomes very difficult um, to, to, to close and I think that has come up in a few of the sessions I've been in. But tell me, um, so we've started off uh, you know, straight going, going into the issue. Uh, but I realize, you know, I know, I know who you are. I know, I know what you do. But some of the people listening might not know who the uh, Dioran is, and what what is Gap Chat? Is it is it a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Is it, is, it, is it a cocktail event for yeah. senior government officials? You know, that, that happens once a week. What what is GapChat? Um, and, and of course, to, you know, to start off, who are
1: you? Sure. So, I'm. Uh, Cape Townian, uh, from Cape Town, South 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 Africa. Just turned forty. Uh, still trying to
0: accept that I'm forty years old. Oh, welcome to the <laughs> floor, my brother. I'd, uh, I'd, 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 they say it's downhill from here, but uh, yeah. uh, I hope not. I can Me too. <laughs> it's
1: been. It's it's definitely been a a learning journey. Um, I've uh, been in the tech space for about. Uh, uh, 20 years but grew up in a a political family Uh, in the 1980s uh, our family home on a Friday night was debate night and so many ministers that you see today was in my home um, on a Friday night and as a 5 year old I would be sitting in policy discussions about how they would change my country not knowing that 35 years down the line that I'd be in the space that I that I am, adding value through technology, assisting governments to offer better quality services. Um, And so just to answer your question about what GovChat is, GovChat is a a citizen engagement platform that enables citizens to talk to government in real time, but also uh, for government to monitor whether public representatives are actually delivering that service. And so, GovChat in South Africa, um, we don't now need to wait until the Auditor General brings out a report on municipalities every 12 months. We can now tackle these issues
0: in real time uh, when things happen. And so, so that's what uh, GovChat is. Right. Um, so you've had the fortune of having a, a government that's allowed you to sure. work with them. As, I'm so lucky. As get to <laughs> as get to start off. Yeah. Um, what, what's, what's, what's that been like um, selling this idea to, to government? Look, I mean,
1: coming from Mexico, um, and coming from a platform that was uh, bought for about a half half a billion rand, about fifty million US dollars, um, I did not have that kind of money um, in starting GovChat. Um and so the first thing that I did was to go to the presidency of South of South Africa, and to understand is their appetite for government to be held accountable by citizens and at that time um, President Cyril Ramaphosa was still the deputy president um, and he said that uh, his presidency would definitely support um, an initiative uh, through mobile technology that would be able to uh, hold uh, government especially public representatives accountable and so My journey started there with the government. Um, I think that uh, even though government is a complex organization in South Africa especially, we have three spheres of government, uh, uh, national government, uh, provincial and and local government. And if it wasn't for the support of all three spheres of government, Gavchak definitely would not have seen the the light of day. Um, You have many... Uh, uh, policies that are driven by national government but not enforced by uh, provincial and local government and then are not su- su- yeah, successful. Course, that and, that so, fair. Yeah. and so it was important that before we start that there's a lot of work around lobbying uh, national, provincial, and local governments, and then finding out is their appetite, is their appetite to engage with citizens, is their appetite to share their their vision for how they'd like to see communities rise up uh, with them uh, to make a uh, city better. Um, and uh, I guess that I was, I did not take no for a answer. Um, it was not easy. It was a three-year journey. Um, but uh, failure is not an option uh, in my, my eyes and uh, I guess that's the entrepreneurial spirit that, that, that uh, came through, not taking no, yeah. sitting uh, outside a minister's door waiting for a signature before it goes to the next department apartment uh, to, to get signatures. Um, and, and I think that's the biggest failure rate uh, with startups is a follow through. Um, the end goal they can see but the process is a problem yeah, the and, s- and the journey is yeah. like and that's why uh, startups fail and uh, maybe it was circumstance that has driven me to the success but uh, I think that it is God given in me not to give up on something that I on, on something that I started
0: so. That's. You know, the three years hanging in there and sitting out in offices, uh, you know, do you think coming from a private sector company, um, working what is essentially government relations, yeah. you know, business development, you know, government facing business development? <laughs> you were in sales and marketing, really, for 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 mix it, mix, you know, government facing uh, sales and marketing. Uh, do you think that played a role in helping you get from uh. Uh, from the GAPChat idea to all the signatures we needed?
1: Yes, I know. Yes, because at a young age, I was able to understand the policies of government and understood exactly what the challenges of young South Africans were. And so it was important for me to hit key messages around engage uh, government around housing, engage government around uh, um, unemployment, engage government around the uh, land issue. If you don't understand what the key messages and the key points and challenges are, there's no way that you would make it and, and then understand it. Um, and so I think that that is what I focused on and, and that is what I got right. Um, and the rest was history. <laughs> um, but you get many people, as I said again, they develop for government yeah. and not with government. Not, not, government, not understanding what the real issues are. Oh. Um, and I guess that that was my, my entry into the success. The challenges that the citizens were facing were also challenges that governments were chasing, uh, facing. Because governments are people as well. That's and true. many people forget that governments are, are people. And so uh, it's not like their refuse were not fetched. Uh, on time, just like the neighbor or the citizens down down the like, road, or the electricity bill that gets billed uh, uh, is incorrect. You know, it is the same. Uh, it is similar people. Yeah. It's just that my job then is a public service servant, and so I definitely understood the frustrations of government and. Uh, One of those frustrations were that they have done phenomenally well over a 20-year period. But whether they were telling that story to South Africans was a whole different story. They've delivered 4 million houses over the past 20 years. They, every month, give 16 million South Africans grants. Um, uh, We now have free education. Uh, We are about to... To discuss a policy around the redistribution on land. But whether governments tell these good stories is a whole is is a whole different thing. And so it was important that I create a balance. A balance where you create active citizenry. Also, where you have a platform where government can share and tell of their story, so citizens don't feel that it's only told during an election time, where I don't want to hear anything about your, your empty promises. Yeah. But when I'm telling you what I'm doing on an active, um, a weekly or monthly basis, I'm then informed about the work that you are doing. You know? And so if there are challenges, uh, citizens can come and say, but
0: how can I help you make it better? As as government, um, so as as we go into the next few years, uh, a number of countries are implementing their uh, OGP national action plans. Uh, looking at Africa right now, thirteen OGP countries. From what I had at this meeting, I left it at ten. I was very impressed that we've gotten a few more countries in, interested. Yeah. Um, how how do you see GAVC uh, helping support uh, African countries, especially big? keeping in mind that African countries have a development agenda that's uh, maybe not totally unique to the rest of the world but uh, in some respects uh, unique to our context so I think first of all
1: as a technology we are enabling a enabler of service delivery but also if you look at at Africa access is a big, big, big issue. And so you'll find many people, many companies developing technology that excludes the majority of Africans, where they're developing on smartphones. A large part of the continent is still on feature phones. And so one thing that I can say that will definitely help Africa is um, our USSD model, where you would be able to uh, geolocate your, your, your public representative using um, the the most basic phone out there, um, uh, and not just use a smartphone, and so so access, and then the cost of data. So in South Africa, uh, um, very very soon, GavChat will come at no cost to the South Africans because we are engaging the the, the mobile operators to ensure that it is zero rated, um, because. There is a decision that South South Africans need to make. It's either I take the five rand that I have for today to buy a loaf of bread, or I buy five rands airtime. And so it's important also that we address the cost to talk to government. There shouldn't be a cost. It should be at no cost. It should be free. Um, And I, I guess it's about the intention as well. GovChat's intention is purely to assist government to plan better, but to ensure that citizens can have this voice uh, and connect with
0: with their their um, government. Excellent. Thank you so much. Elvin. Thank, thank uh, you. It's been great uh, talking to you and hearing about the work that you're doing and and GAF We're actually looking forward to seeing a little bit more of this indigenous uh, African uh, tech making its way sustainably into into the ecosystem. Uh, so we shall we shall be uh, playing a clip from uh, from from your earlier remarks during the conference. Uh, but uh, for now, thank you so much. Thank we're you for having in me. touch and Depends. Depends. As soon as you launch, uh, I'd love to get, get you back here. Yeah, I need to find out about the other the countries, the sure. African countries that are going to be using GapChat uh, and, and following their story. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much. Right. Thank you so much. Have a good
1: day. Good morning, OGP. Good morning, Georgia. How are you doing? Are you good? So uh, I'm from Cape Town. Uh, I'm a startup. Uh, it's a real honor for, for me to be here. Uh, um i'm still trying to pinch myself that i made it to georgia um and uh thank you so my journey kind of started um about 10 years ago i'm not sure those africans that are here might know of a platform called mixit Uh, back in the day mixit was africa's largest social media platform we Probably had about 88 million uh, users in about 120 countries doing about 1 billion messages each and every single day. Um, I headed up that uh, uh, platform, then uh, started developing mobile applications for Mixit and the South African government uh, and the uh, African National Congress, where we got to close to a million young South Africans wanting to engage. Uh, with their government around issues of access to water, electricity uh, and housing, Um, and we got this in less than six months. Uh, The uh, government then found out what we did and asked if we could create a mobile application for the uh, uh, um, presidency, which we did, and within 48 hours we had more than 500,000 South Africans wanting the exact same thing. What then happened was uh, the U.S. government wanted to understand why Mixit was so, so popular. Uh, we were there way before WhatsApp and, and, and uh, 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 Facebook, and they wanted to understand African technology. So I went to Washington with uh, other, about 15 other African ICT leaders and uh, had a good time. And while we were there, um, us as African leaders were discussing various challenges that we were facing on the African continent. And there were two big challenges. The first one was that there was a huge lack of communication between government and citizens. And secondly, that we found out that governments on the African continent actually do a lot of good work, but whether they tell that story is a whole different story. Now. Coming from Mixit, I knew that I could create a mobile application that could connect citizens and government. Uh, And when I came back home in 2015, I got called by the Mixit board and found out that I'm unemployed because WhatsApp took over and the, the shareholders of Mixit decided to close the platform down. I was left with a Personal predicament with a. I had a beautiful. I have a beautiful family, a wife and two kids, and needed to understand what is my next move. Now there was a lot of learnings at Mixit, and uh, I wanted to kind of pursue those learnings and kind of make South Africa a better place. And I went to the South African government, to the presidency, and asked them. Do you have appetite for citizens to hold you accountable? And the presidency told me, we do. I said, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. I need your support. Uh, It's been a tough journey since uh, 2015. I created a platform on my own called GovChat, which enables citizens in real time to engage with, with government, and when I say government, I'm talking about 10,000 local public representatives within local government. But it also gives national government an opportunity to monitor whether public representatives are actually providing that service. As I said, it's been a tough journey. And just three months ago, uh, I decided to give up because the financial burden as a startup, was way too hard. My uh, daughter was suspended from from school. I had to move back into my my mom's place. And I had to make a decision. A decision of, am I going to continue trying to serve my country, or am I going to put bread on the the, um, um, table? And the day that I decided to give up, and this is a very emotional thing, out of nowhere, someone came up and gave me two million us dollars to finish GovChat to make sure that we hold government accountable and uh, i i still can't believe that it that it has happened because i've never pursued money i've never pursued trying to make money i've tried to pursue my purpose and my purpose was to ensure that i am an active citizen to help government, because government cannot do this on their own. And so we've done a lot of testing with GovChat since 2015. Um, Without any marketing, we've seen over 500,000 engagements between public representatives and citizens. We've had the President of South Africa use the platform uh, in his first state of the nation address in February this uh, year. And just next month, we will launch, officially launch, GovChat. For the first time, young South Africans would be able to rate the service that they are getting from public institutions. For the first time, they'd be able to rate the service that they're getting from public representatives. This is a change in the way that I believe the South African government will be able to provide services back to South, South Africans. Um, there's lots that I want to say but uh, I just want to say that Africa has huge opportunity but it depends on us. Um, we need international partners but I believe that if we want to solve problems in Africa, it needs to be by Africans. Um, I don't know how I got $2 million to make GovChat work, but somehow, because someone saw the passion within me, um, it was possible. I'm no more special than any one of you, and uh, it's not an easy journey, but if you do want to follow it, ensure that the intention is true ensure that you do want to change your country and that it's not just about trying to make a buck. Thank you so much.